Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents... The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks Saturday the 9th of May of the year 2020 and your guest today is celebrity kelp farmer Laura Davis. Laura Davis, welcome back to the show. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. It's been a, it's been about a week since I last saw you. Any anything new on the farm? We've had a huge problem with the little wrigglers. Can't get rid of them. Oh no! They're wriggling around. They're burrowing into the kelp. I've got to go out, pull out all the wrigglers. It's bloody taken me ages. <laughs> well, I hope that our little news program gives you a brief respite from getting the wrigglers out of the kelp. Well, it is a Saturday, and as always on the weekend, we take a step back from the grasping skeletal hands of the 25-hour news cycle and return to the calming chapel on holy ground that is The Weekend magazine. This Saturday, you'll be hearing more about our favourite stinky senator, Bob the Sentient Trash Island, with our top feature in The Weekend magazine this week, which is Trash Island News. But first, some sections of The Weekend magazine we won't have time for. And in your weekend magazine this Saturday, a placemats section with full pull-out instructional guidelines for proper placemat placement with a history of placemats and placemat etiquette as well as a poster-sized commemorative paper placemat for your home. Are you a placemat fan, Laura? Oh, I prefer a tablecloth. No offence. I mean, none taken. Also in the weekend magazine, an interview with ex-celebrity motorbikeist Sandra Knievel, famous descendant of the original Evil Knievel, who famously was nowhere near as daring as him, but a much safer driver. We have an all-in interview with Ms Knievel showing us through her completely normal home and telling us all about her most famous non-exploits, from the successful three-point turn she did in 1974 during her driving test to the time she was pulled up for speeding, only to prove to the traffic cop that it was in fact his speedometer that was malfunctioning. A two-page spread with a pin-up of Ms Knievel's spotless driving record for your bedroom wall. And also in the Weekend magazine, a recipe section for home recipes to feed your whole family for under $5 in under a minute and a half. A fistful of day-old rice, some olives straight from a jar in the fridge, leftover banana, baby bell, dinner. Done. 
Very briefly soaked and as yet uncooked lentils. You should try them sometime with a fold-out mystery tin for dessert guide with tips and tricks on how to tell what's in a tin that's lost its label by sound and weight. Make sure it's peaches rather than tuna with our foolproof four-step system to tin deduction. And that's all the time we have for your weekend magazine because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because Descartes might have said, I think, therefore I am, but you wouldn't know that unless people had reliably brought his books enough to attribute him cultural value. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Prepper Magazine Revised May Coronavirus Edition, with apology for the previous May edition, which was a zombie edition, including a home camping system and a calendar organisational system for eating all the awful stockpiled food you've been storing for years before it goes off as well as a prepper Marie Kondo guide to de-tarping your life, with a zen guide on how to tidy up your bunker by picking up each item and asking yourself if you can really imagine using it to kill a zombie with, before thanking it and hurling it into your backup bunker if you can't. Uh, Are you a subscriber to Prepper Magazine, Laura? Oh boy, am I. I love it. <laughs> I love the, the canned goods section. I love the, the axe section. I love the super sexy sealed lift out with all of the uh, sexy uh, preppers. Oh, true, the true. Centerfolds. I had forgotten that. Yeah, sorry for asking. I know that you occasionally contribute with your kelp recipes mm. for seaside yes. preppers. Yeah. And in the remote reaches of an unnamed African village, little Marake has to walk five miles every day to the nearest well. She carries water back to her family in reused oil canisters, and when she gets home, the six children must share it by using only a small scoop. CUP is a non-government organisation that can make little Marake's life better by making you feel better about yourself. Every time you buy a piece of CUP merch in the form of half a glass of water, we put money towards getting Maraki's village a well, a tap, and enough crockery that when you have your half a glass of water, you know she'll get one too. Sign up now for our newsletter to find out ways you can help. Half a glass of water spoken by Alice Fraser for the Wealth Gap Association of Band-Aid Solutions for Endemic Problems. Half a glass of water. It's better than nothing. And a new novel is out by self-published supernatural romance maven and online bestseller Dancy Lagarde. The Darkling Sale is a Dark Ages romance set in the Dark Ages of the human heart. Fern is the son of a Viking chieftain, a half-Viking berserker, half-vampire, tasked with guiding a ship to England's rich shores for conquest. He spends his days raiding and pillaging, but it doesn't fill the hole in his heart. He's looking for a lady, but he can't let himself be vulnerable lest he reveal his terrible secret. His Viking bloodlust hides his secret lust for blood. (laughs) Ethelfroth is a maiden working at a convent to escape her terrible past. Her days are spent in prayer and contemplation. When her convent is raided by Vikings, she can't forget the handsome giant who pillaged her. Captured as a slave by the brutal Vikings, she wants to be angry, but she can't resist the ruffianly allure of the giant captain, and when she is assigned to his household, she must prove that she can be more than just a captured servant. She can be her own woman, and maybe his. When the Viking village is haunted by a local witch, only Ethelfroth has the skills to take her down, and Thurn must support her independent womanhood as they uncover a network of wicked witches, dire wolves, and local politics, while also having sex. The Guardian called the Darkling Sale completely historically inaccurate, and the Times said it had the most graphic description of Viking toilet habits they'd ever read. The Darkling Sale is available in English and Futhark from all good train platform bookstores. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's all the time we have for our ads today, because now it's time for your top story. The last post. Your top story today is sentient trash island news with Laura Davis. Laura Davis, tell us about what's happening in the world of sentient trash island. Uh, well, the sentient trash island Bob is, is running against Biden, uh, and look, I'm I'm really excited about it. As as a kelp farmer, I've I've met many trash islands, and most of them, <laughs> I have to say, have been garbage. But this one, absolutely <laughs> charming. Uh, it's great off the coast of, of California, means that a lot of the, the kelp there now has a local representative where they never had before. Um, there was never, never anybody out there. So, so this all, all looks good to me, but admittedly, I have a very niche set of uh, priorities. Well, it seems like uh, Sendian Trash Island Bob is, is ticking all the boxes and making all the right noises, certainly when, uh, when confronted with uh, Senator Biden's rec- recent accusations of sexual misconduct. He said that he would not be having uh, Biden as his VP, even if he makes it to the presidency, uh, which is pretty, uh, it's pretty bold talk, given that Biden is still competing very closely with Bob in the polls, and it's still a neck and neck race as to who will get the Democratic primary nomination. Are you a supporter? I'm absolutely a, a supporter. And look, if he, he comes through with his, his um, birth certificate, everything like that, and, and, you know, proves his legitimacy, then I will also prove my legitimacy to vote for him. Okay, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I so do you to subscribe say, to these conspiracy theories that he not, he's not a proper US citizen? I, I, I thought that was, you know, oh, Republican absolutely. propaganda. No, you can't tell. You can't tell, uh, it, you know, if, if you're born mostly from garbage, that garbage could be made in China. You have no idea where all of those pieces of plastic <laughs> originated from and what percentage is U.S., considering the U.S. has shut down most of their manufacturing gradually over the years. I mean, that that is true. I, I guess I'm just being driven by my sort of, I guess, idealism about a new fresh voice in politics. Yes, although I would like to see more female uh, sentient garbage islands in the in the race next time. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for your top feature section in today's weekend magazine. Because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and not Alice, that's you today, Laura. In recent days, President Trump has been suggesting that injecting oneself with disinfectants such as bleach might act as a cure for the coronavirus. Scientists have refuted this claim, calling it dangerous. Given the rapidly degenerating state of Donald Trump's mind, is it only a matter of time before he starts suggesting other liquids as cure, such as ones of the half-a-glass nature? Would your sponsor be willing to put out a statement now on the effectiveness or lack thereof of their product as an injected cure for the coronavirus so that he can nip this story in the bud? Regards, Daniel. Um, Look, we've already made a statement that half a glass of water is not a cure for the coronavirus. I'm pretty sure that includes injecting it. Um, but you're, you're closer to the water than I am, Laura. What would you say about this suggested cure? 
Well, for, for starters, I'd like to say that uh, injecting bleach is actually a great way to not die of coronavirus. If you want to immediately die of injecting bleach, <laughs> you can do that. It will completely stop you from succumbing to any sort of respiratory illness. In, in terms of half a glass of water, um, that might be uh, best to not be injected, although you could be fed it slowly on an IV, but you would hope to be talking to uh, quote-unquote Uh, Trump's medical doctors. (laughs) That's all the time we have for your letters to the editor. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was celebrity kelp farmer Laura Davis. Laura, have you got anything to plug? Uh, only uh, my GoFundMe page for uh, my my (laughs) de-wriggling. Uh, I need uh, $40,000 and I'm, I'm up to uh, $14.95. That's pretty good. Uh, if, you, if you also want to download uh, an album, which is called Cake in the Rain, you can find that at lauradavis.com. Uh, my special is available on Amazon Prime. It's called Savage. If you have Amazon Prime, please stream it. The last post is a something else. Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. The non-executive producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs> The fertility doctor, Jan Karpat, was renowned for getting amazing results. Women who were desperate for children would visit him at his Rotterdam clinic. Many would leave pregnant. But when the clinic closed, rumours circulated about the methods the doctor used to achieve his success. My name's Jenny Kleeman, and I've been investigating what happened in Karpat's clinic. It's the story of a doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. The Immaculate Deception, a brand new podcast from something else, coming on March 18th, wherever you get your podcasts.